0: Brings me so much joy. And I think I forget about it until the moment that I am about to press record and share with you all and commune in this space. It's been a minute and I've missed the microphone. I've missed recording and sharing. Hello and welcome to Something About Sunday. It's Osha, and I'm back with another episode. Something that I wanted to start doing to kind of slow myself down and to set the space for the topics and the guest and the conversations is to check in. I have a friend who, when she reaches out to me in the morning, um, should we talk in the morning? She always checks in with me and asks me how I'm doing, how I'm feeling. But she specifically will ask, how's your mind, how's your body, and how's your spirit? And I remember the first time that she asked me that I was like, damn. Because usually someone will just ask you how you are and you're like, oh, I'm good, I'm cool, I'm okay, I'm," you know, whatever. But I really started to take those questions to heart because when she would ask them, whether it be via text or a voice memo, I know that she really was concerned about my overall well-being, and so I started taking the time to really listen to what she's asking me and to answer each, quest- each question. And so I wanted to start it off with that because of how meaningful it's been for me. And then also, additionally, I want to ask you to check in with yourself and ask how your heart is doing. So mind, body, and spirit, mind. Today I'm feeling pretty sound by the mind i've been up since about six and took care of some business that needed to be done um and knocked that out early uh, which got my brain and my mind kind of going and flowing and moving and whenever i'm able to get up early and function at a high level i express hella gratitude because um i'm not a morning person Although I've been like corporate and worked like your eight to fives and nine to sixes and stuff. That doesn't mean that I enjoy being that useful that early in the morning. So to be able to get up in the morning and get something done at a high level was really um, satisfying. Um, body, a little sore. I went to go work out with a couple of friends yesterday and my ass cheeks, my booty meat is sore from doing the stairs, but it's a good ache. Um, haven't been moving my body as much as I would like. And now that I have a little more time to do so, to really take care of myself, I'm I'm doing that, and so I'm appreciative of the soreness, um, and the overall just feeling of my body. Being healthy is something that is a privilege, and I want to do better about being more grateful about um, being able-bodied. Um, spirit, my spirit is soaring. It's Thursday, which is Friday, Junior. Um, a friend of mine is flying into. LA tomorrow to celebrate her birthday with me. Um, if you know me, you know that I love birthdays. And so anyone who looks to celebrate their birthday with me, um, I take great pride in that. I take a great honor in that. And um, we're celebrating like it's my birthday too. So I'm really looking forward to um, reconnecting with her in the physical. I haven't seen her in, I don't even remember. It's been some months, it's been a while. And um, I'm really excited to see my friend. I'm really excited to celebrate her life this weekend. It's a holiday weekend. It's The temperatures are nice. Um, I'm going to get to introduce her to some of my other friends. And we're going to dance a little. We're going to do a spa. We're going to hit the beach. We're going to eat some good food. Take in some views. Work out a little bit. And so my spirit feels really, really good. And my heart, my heart is well. I am loved I am appreciated. I am... I I feel really full. Of course, life isn't perfect. There are some close family members of mine who are suffering. And so that creates um, a bit of a sad space for me. Um, But overall, um, my heart is happy. And for that, I am grateful. So this is going to be... Can We Talk About This? Part 2. And if you listen to Can We Talk About This? Part 1, you will have noticed that your girl was tipsy. And not only was I tipsy, I was really, 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 really happy. Um, I'd had a really great weekend. My friend from San Diego was here. And as you know, her and I just run off at the mouth every single day. Um, really, really like heart-healthy, honest, vulnerable, open dialogue on the daily. And so if she was closer, I would utilize her more in this space to share because I appreciate her insight, her intellect, her wit, and um, her understanding. Something that I think is very underestimated is when you're in relationships with other people being understood um, That's something that doesn't happen often enough. And so when I found it, Um, Within my relationships with friends and lovers, it's something that I value greatly. And so in this friendship with her, I have that. Um, And then even if we don't agree, her perspective is always um, very insightful and gives me just something, another way to look at things that is useful. And so when I'm around her and when we're talking and I've been sipping, I'm just very, 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 very free um, after we recorded the episode, I I previewed just a little bit of it for the sound um, because we did do it a little differently than normally how I record in the quiet and the chill, um, solo with minimal background noise because um, I don't record in a studio I record in my house. So you'll hear like the occasional street noise, like you may hear a car fly down my block, um, but we had the AC on because it was hot and we were walking back and forth between the kitchen and the living room and just very uh grassroots, very natural. Um and I wasn't my typical ri- Virgo rising self, let me say that. Um so if you know and you've been around me, um I save myself like my baby O is what I'll call her. I save baby O for a chosen like the chosen few. Um I've always been Um, The adult I've always been the mature one I've always been the one who kept it together um, And a lot of different aspects and regards And so there are just very few spaces where I feel comfortable Allowing myself to just literally let my hair down To be silly, to be goofy To be uncensored To just be free Um, And I felt like I did a lot of that on the last episode So when I finally went back to listen to it I had a really difficult time listening to it. I felt embarrassed. I um, was like uh, critiquing the sound quality and was like really just going in on myself. And I really wanted to tap into like why that was. Like why are you so critical of yourself? Why do you? What what's your deal? Um, to tie into that piece, there has been a lot of conversation coming up in my life with friends with. Um, Instagram posts that come up um, sporadically around inner child work. And I've always been intrigued by it, um, but never really did much with it. And the same friend who will ask me, how's my mind, body and spirit, started to kind of educate me on her experience doing inner child work and healing and why it's beneficial. And from there, I started to do my own research and ever since then, it just continues to come up. And so when different things come up and I experience like shame or embarrassment around certain things, I typically find that it, it is when I'm exposing baby O to people who've never seen her before, who've never experienced her before. And um, it just kind of made me wanna dig into and delve into like what what that was about. And so let me just tell you a little bit about baby O. Um, so I'm the oldest of five children And I grew up in a home with My primary caregiver was my mother Because my parents separated when I was in elementary school Like in the fifth grade So that was me uh, I have a sister who is three and a half years younger than I am And then I have a brother who is Five years younger than me Five years and a couple of months change younger than I am and um actually that's not even true I'm almost six years older than him nevertheless I'm the oldest and so when I don't remember a lot of my life when my parents were together I don't remember much of it at all actually um I do remember around the time that my parents split because I remember my dad sleeping on the couch often I don't remember my parents arguing. I've never heard them argue, never heard them fight, never, you know, seen my dad um, or heard my dad raise his voice to my mother or vice versa. Um, they always have had like a pretty um, normal, respectful relationship. I didn't see like intimacy. I don't remember seeing my dad like hugging or kissing my mom or um, them being like very close or any of that kind of stuff, but never the opposite either. And so I remember him sleeping on the couch and I remember um, when my mom had the conversation with me about, you know, my dad not living with us anymore and, you know, them separating and having a conversation with my fifth grade teacher about it and um, having like a moment of, you know, what did we do? And then quickly getting over that, trying to figure out like who was going to fill in the pieces and who was going to fill in the gaps where my dad was because growing up, I do remember when I had homework, that my dad was the one who would help me with my homework, that my dad was the one who kind of encouraged um, a lot of like the creative parts of myself. Like when I was younger, I used to write full-blown screenplays. I used to create Um, stories and I used to draw and I played instruments like I did all of these things and he was the nurturer of all of those interests of mine and those gifts of mine and he was very very just involved the reason why my penmanship is a one is because of the practice that my dad put in with me when I first started learning how to write and so there were a lot of pieces that I was concerned about going missing with the absence of my father and not that he went missing and wasn't around, but obviously him being there every day of the week and like picking us up from school and taking us out to eat and playing with us at the park. I'm like, well, who's going to do those things for for us now that he's gone? And so without being told, um, without any instruction at all, I just kind of assume the position of, you know, primary caregiver with the transition of, you know. Or the uh, dissolution of my parents marriage my mother went from working part-time to full-time and full-time to overtime as so I remember my mom working a lot and when she would come home from work she would lock herself in her room so we would be at home so I would have to pick up the kids after school we would walk home and when I got home Um, depending on how adult like I felt sometimes we would do our homework immediately sometimes we would watch TV and we would play but we knew that you know things needed to be done before my mom got home but it was like well who's supposed to make sure that we're doing it because there's not a parent here and it was me so I would help my sister and my brother with their homework I was cooking like full blown dinners um, excuse me and really like delving into a caregiver caretaker role at a very young age at a very, very young age. And so as I continued to get older, I remember I started to want to do things that children wanna do. They wanna go hang out with their friends. They wanna talk on the phone. They wanna go to dances. And I remember that my mother's way of trying to protect me from things that she just didn't know how to communicate to me because maybe she thought I was too young or wasn't gonna be able to comprehend and understand. She would just constantly put me on punishment. So anytime that I would do anything Wrong, so to speak. And I can't even think of anything that was like so bad that warranted the amount of extreme punishments that I-, I lived on punishment. Like if I ever have, um, my BMFF on the podcast, she will speak to the fact that I was, I lived on punishment on any given day. You can call the house and ask, to speak to me that I was on punishment. The next day I would go to school. My friends are like, what did you do? I forgot to wash a fork. Like it would be something so, so very trivial. And that, that, was my mother's way of protecting me. I couldn't go to any dances until I was in the 12th grade. Um, And then in order for me to go, I had to pay for her, which meant I had to get a job. Like, she made it very, very difficult for me to be a child. Um, And so I have assumed that role and position of responsibility ever since I was in elementary school. And with that, um, me doing all of those things, my mother knew that it was happening um, because you knew that the homework was getting done and you knew that they were like bathed and fed and you weren't here doing it. So, and there was never any like appreciation shown for that or any gratitude expressed for that. And I just did it because again, who else is going to do it? Um, And so with that, I found that, um, there are a lot of just positions and roles that I assume without being asked because of how I grew up. Um, And I started to really look at that and wanted to identify, like, the different wounds that baby O had and how they've tied to, like, adult O and what that looks like. Um, I think about things that I wasn't forced to do as a child, but things that I had to do out of, like, survival and necessity and for myself and my siblings that other kids didn't have to do. Like none of my friends were raising their siblings. None of their friends were cooking dinners. None of their friends were deprived of childlike experiences and fun and a good time. And and I also was in church all the time. So we had like choir rehearsal, we had like prayer meeting. And then I went to a Baptist church and I had an old school pastor. So church, like. Sunday school started at 9, church service started at 11. We didn't get out until 3, and then if we had to be back at church, we had to be there by, like, 7. We wouldn't get home. I'd get out till like, 11. It was, like, church, church. And so there wasn't really a lot of just balance in my life um, at all to, like, be a kid. And so I remember in my senior year starting to, like, break out, And needing freedom, like sneaking out and, you know, I had a boyfriend and like sneaking him in the house. And we had this whole system of like how to get him out the house quickly. If my mom pulled up in the driveway, we would have him jump out the side window and then hop over the fence and then hop over the back fence by the freeway. Like it was this whole thing that was like orchestrated for him, for any of my friends, because I very rarely could have company. Like it was a whole thing. So, I think about, like, how I am and how I show up now as an adult. I'm still very responsible. I'm still very just, like, by the book. Um, I don't take a lot of chances. I don't cut a lot of corners because things have to get done. And I don't rely on anybody else to do anything else for me because I'm the one that's here. I've been doing this. I can do this. And I will do this. And, And that's kind of it. Um... I really enjoy um saying yes to myself and saying yes to me in terms of like giving myself the things that I wasn't given as a child um literally having to work for everything that I had with the exception of my dad cuz he was he did buy us things and give us things and I was a little I had moments of of like feeling like oh this is what being spoiled Feels like um, but I think that that was just him Trying to make up for his physical absence with You know the divorce um, But also And not to say that like my childhood was not Horrible by any means Because obviously there there are stories that are just Far more tragic than this um, I remember um, Just feeling a huge contrast In terms of communication And validation between My parents Whereas like my father was the communicator. Uh, My father has never spanked me. He always communicated with me about everything. Um, Always gave me an opportunity to like speak my mind, to ask questions. Always validated me and my thoughts and my processes and my ideas and my feelings. And always respected what I had to say, respected who I was as an individual. Um, And so that balance really um, created the space for me to be able to kind of stay aligned with who I am and who I was destined to be, um, because what in his absence, or if he was just like a complete absentee father, um, a lot of things just would not have been nurtured through my mother because she just didn't have that growing up from her mother. And even now at, you know, 35 and my mother just turned 60 over the summer, um, we're just now getting into a space where like, she's affirming me and she respects like my opinion or, um, validates what i feel or what i have to say now as a grown-up like as a woman um 35 years later um with through the inner child work that i have been like researching and looking into it's really allowing me to reconnect with or to connect with some of my adult fears and my phobias and a lot of my life patterns so allowing myself to just be myself fully um, being silly being goofy being fun being uncensored. Um, Stepping out of like my HR personality um, and just being free. And there are even some times where like when I'm hosting my um, event controversy, I get really silly and I'll catch myself um, and nobody else notices that this is happening. It's just me being myself and everybody's just kind of joining in, having a good time, laughing and just really taking it easy on me understanding that joy is a feeling that all of us should be able to experience that there is no judgment for you being a professional and being silly and being goofy and being fun loving and being free um and still being responsible like those are all things that that can be done at the same time um and there were a lot of things that I was like responsible for um that I didn't know what to do with and so now as an adult I'm learning how to to give some of that responsibility back where I, I find myself wanting to like take care of people you know people that may be able to take care of themselves maybe don't know how to do it I just step in and want to be mama oh and want to be nurturing and want to be helpful and want to be be that source for folks um oftentimes to my detriment and so I'm learning how to pull back and not feel like I need to be responsible for everyone's well-being and especially like other adults who have the same resources and have the same access to things that I do and allowing people to stand on their own two feet also learning how to ask for support how to ask for help how to ask for a person to be present um, a number of things that i just I'm, I'm just now learning and tapping into over the weekend um, during controversy we were having a conversation about how a lot of us feel like we're masquerading we're adults masquerading we're children masquerading as adults and i have been feeling like that and i have um, resonated with that for a really really long time i look around at my life I look around at my responsibilities and the relationships that I've cultivated and the things that I have and the things I have access to. And I'm blown away by um, the person that I am and the person that I've become and the person I'm going to continue to evolve into. But sometimes I think back to those days and those times when I didn't know better and I wasn't doing better and how much easier it felt before the healing, before the therapy, before the accountability, before the sister circles and the um, mirror work and all of that shit, I think about what it was like being ignorant. Like ignorance is bliss. That is the truth tenfold. And sometimes you do want to go back to that person who just didn't know any better and was just out here just like free balling. You know what I'm saying? Like raw dog in life and just hoping for the best. And now being a person who really does try to live with intention and purpose, it just requires a lot more effort because you're just not out here just living. You do consider other people. And then sometimes you have to go the other way and not consider other people and consider yourself. There's just like so many more steps, you know, in all of this. I say all of this to say... um, if you are anything like me and you've ever been in a position where you felt like you weren't free to be yourself, that you assess, reassess the spaces that you occupy and the relationships relationships that you have, um, and even just take it a step further and just being vulnerable. Because I remember after I listened to the episode, I text or talk to... Um, I was like, girl, listen to that episode and I want to take it down. And I'm not going to. This is really great work for me to just like allow myself to be exposed on the Internet, being goofy, being tipsy, being silly, talking shit, having a good time, having free expression without an outline for an episode and really just like letting it fly. Because guess what? There are people who enjoy you in that space. You enjoy you in that space. So do that. And I felt really I didn't even feel weird or embarrassed expressing that to her because she knows me. But I remember when she finally went back and listened to it and she was like, I know what you mean. I listened to it and I heard you, but I know you. So I just heard you, you know, all of you. Silly you, goofy you, ratchet you, serious you, perverse you, like all of you, I know all of you and I love all of you. And so being able to have spaces like that, even yesterday, um... My BMFF was over here yesterday. We went to go work out um, with another friend and then we went to go grab some food and we came back to my place. And I was telling her a story about something and I just broke out in this drill team. And she was like shocked, like watching me, like, is this happening? And was like cackling. And I even, like I was even tickled at it. And so I'm, I'm finding myself experiencing so much more joy, allowing myself to just be, in whatever state that that is, buttoned up, well put together, or fun and free and loud and rambunctious and excited and and all of those things. So that was something that I wanted to share with with you all. Um, I'm just at the very, very beginning of tapping into this inner child work. Um, It's something that I do want to delve into with my therapist, but we're working on some other things at the moment. Um, So this is just something that I've decided to do kind of on my own, just exploring baby O, talking to her, listening to her, giving her what she needs to create the balance for adult O, Um, because she's always present and she's always there. Whatever it is that I am suppressing, I'm tapping into why that is and what that is and why I feel like I can't be this version you know with this person or these people or in this atmosphere or this space um and so yeah I wanted to kind of share my aha moment and also encourage you to find your spaces where you can encourage that baby version of yourself that inner child of yours who was silenced who was quieted who wasn't given spaces to speak um wasn't given a space to stand wasn't allowed to be a child to not have the responsibilities to make mistakes to fill in the blank Um, controversy was amazing uh, last this past sunday and i thought that that was going to be the last one but there have been um, there's been some chatter with some friends about some collaborations i'm also going to be sending out an email with a survey very soon to kind of gauge the interest of listeners, to gauge the interest of participants and friends who attend these events. I'm also working on a clothing swap event. I am bursting at the seams in my closet spaces, in my underbed storage spaces. There are articles of clothing and shoes that I have not looked at put on my body in over two years and that's just waste um, and also I'm trying to just be more intentional about my like, what I'm contributing to and who I'm spending my money with um, more sustainable clothing brands things of that nature and um, in my current role as you all know I wear a uniform to work so I have all of these clothes to wear and I have two days in the week to wear them so I, that's just not a thing that's just not I'm just not getting um to to wear a lot of the stuff that I buy and a lot of the stuff I'm probably never gonna wear because I was like having a time and retail therapy was a thing and the stuff needs to go I'm in the beginning stages of like sorting brand new clothes like the majority of the stuff that I'm bringing to the clothing shop are brand new um a lot of like stuff from free people because obviously that's like a thing like that's my that's my jam or was my jam um It's going to be a lot of fun. And then after the clothing swap, all the clothes that are left over will be donated um, either to a women's shelter or um, an LGBT um, center for like youth. Um, But I, I want to make sure that I am donating and contributing to a cause that I support. Um, Typically, I'll just go and drop myself up at Goodwill. I know that there are just better ways for me to support in other spaces. Also, I'm interested in um, finding more volunteer efforts to participate in. So if you are a part of an organization who needs um, volunteers for um, efforts that you know align with with my purpose and my work and things that are of interest to me, just based off of what you've heard from the podcast, please let me know. Um, And also there, um, there are just some other things that I'm working on. So stay tuned for all of that. I appreciate all of your love and your support and your listens. Um, since I have expanded, the RSS feeds to Spotify and iTunes, I'm engaging with a lot more listeners, and so I really appreciate making contact with people from literally all over the world. When I was looking at my stats the other day, people listen literally from all over the world, and it's just amazing with technology what you're able to do and how you're able to connect over you know the wave lengths of a podcast. So I hope that wherever you are, that um, you're well, mind, body, spirit, and heart, and I'm looking forward to connecting with you all very soon. All the plugs, Cavalier Lush, the website, CavalierLush.com, email CavalierLush at gmail.com, and Instagram, Cavalier Lush. I will be back with you all very soon. Take care of yourself and each other. Peace.